Hey guys, it's Benjamin, and welcome back to another episode of Kids These Days. This is a different episode than normal, as I will be meeting with classmates Holly Robinson and Meg Burrell to discuss a number of topics. So without further ado, get ready for a second intro in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hi, welcome to Ben and the Weebs. Uh, my name is Benjamin, and I'm the host of the podcast Kids These Days. Hi, I'm Meg. I'm from Anime Unveiled. And hi, I'm Holly, and I'm from POV. Today we have many questions to discuss and many topics to go over. Not least of all is, what do you guys think is a classic? Alright, let's go. Yay! Yay! Okay, so guys, what do you actually think a classic is? I think that sorry, I forgot. My, um, I think that a classic is kind of like a foundation that people build on. It can change, but as long as the fundamental ideas are still there, it's considered a classic. Like for example, um, knock knock jokes. Those change over time. Like everyone has a different variety of it, but as long as the structure is the same, that's a classic. Or like the hero's journey. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually. I don't think that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. But but I was gonna say <laughs> like we're st- we're studying Romeo and Juliet in class, right? That's kind of what our big project in school is about right now. Do you guys think that's like? Do you think that's a classic? Do you think you still see themes from that? Today? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because there's a lot of like remakes of that play. They have the nineteen sixty eight version by I don't know what his name is. There's a nineteen seventy six version. Is a 1970 or 1996 version, and then you have a lot of different remakes on like anime, and then you have some like different animated ones that mm-hmm. aren't really that same type of. And really, what makes thing, it but... like Romeo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, just the fact that that play can still be remade, remade, and is still popular today, just shows its flexibility as a story and how it can still like be applied to modern day problems, just like. Falling in love, unrequited love, arguing with your parents, not, like, listening to them all the time. It's all things that can be applied to modern-day people. Yeah. And so, I can relate to at least one of those. Yeah. Times. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, though, like, to be a classic, do you think things have to span across multiple cultures? Or, like, what do you have to say about that? For that one, I'm definitely going to say no. No? Because I feel like there's different types of classics. If you're going to go into, like, the specifics of it, there's, like, different genres, maybe, if you wanted to be specific. Like, like things what? that Things that go across um, worldwide and things that only affect, like, a small region. Like, for example, I'm going to use a, a commercial idea of, like, Sleep Country. That tune, a lot of people in Canada would know it. And especially, yeah. like, in Ontario or something. Um, anyone there, you would start that song and people would be able to finish it because they know what it is. It's like a classic commercial that everyone there knows. Yeah, that's true. But you ask people in the U.S. or something and they'd be like, what are you talking about? Because it's a Canadian company, right? So, yeah. So you say you say that like classics can be like localized or like national classics that like maybe a group of people recognize. Yeah, because as long as someone recognizes it as like a work of art or like a commonly established idea. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm I saying. I really call it a sleep country commercial work of art. <laughs> yes, 
I just did. Because that was literally all they talked about. And, like, when I was in grade 7 or 6 or something, yeah, everyone would just, like, start yelling, Sleep Country, Canada. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there, anywhere else. And then, of course, there are remakes of that song. I know. Like, yeah, that's so parodies. Why am I imagine when you could see it on the shelf? Yeah, yeah. there's the, it's able to be remade, which is sort of what we touched back on earlier. It's like not just a commercial anymore it's really something that everybody knows and everybody can remake it so it still stays relevant and even if it's not just in the wider canada like i my dad's from ontario so i know this one is that everyone loves marine land i don't know if you know that commercial (laughs) that one that one's marine land that one's Uh, also really popular right yeah. I don't know how we started talking about commercials, Marshall's but this is kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay, no, but going back, <laughs> going back to Holly's question, um, do you think um, classics need to be span over generations? I don't think it may, mainly generations. It's got to be a period of time. Yeah. Like, a classic cannot last for a year. That's not a classic. Like, yeah. Even if everybody knows it. Like, well, it's taking the Sleep Country Canada thing. That's... When was that commercial? Like, <laughs> it was 2010 or something. something yeah, it's, like it's, it's been at 10 least, years. At least 10 years now, so... Yeah. It's expand over a period of time. It's obviously going to go longer, probably for like younger generations. But mm-hmm. it stayed relevant throughout that time. Uh-huh. There was no like period where it disappeared or anything. It stayed there, and everybody still has that commercial in their head. Yeah. And again, going back to like the different genres and stuff, it's not just commercials or stories. It's yeah. also phrases. Like I know you're from yeah I got, like, Ireland. England, <laughs> Did England, I get the right English. England and Ireland Sorry. are like literally so phrase based. You can hear like my parents say phrases that like everyone in England would recognize. Which I'm like, what the what the hell are you talking about? And they're like, what, what do you mean? You don't know this? Everyone knows this. Also, I just got to point out, spelling is a thing, too. My oh dad, my and like saying words certain ways, like aluminum, aluminium. <laughs> like it's just classically one way and classically another way, and it causes so many rifts. But, yeah, I mean, I would say maybe, like, the Sleep Country Canada thing is pretty centralized to Canada. But, like, I guess there's also famous Canadian authors. Yeah. So, do you I guys think, think that... Does it have to be, like, a story or a, a, a jingle or something? Do you think a person can be a classic? I feel like a person's an iffy one. I feel like mostly it's the things they do that are known as a classic or the stories they come from. Yeah, right. like, even just an action or something. Um, Like, people that copy that action. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a famous one now that might have been broadcasted worldwide. Um, but, like... Oh, shoot. No. Um, like, for example, Japanese people. I'm also part Japanese, and we're kind of known for doing the peace sign or being tourists and stuff. And that Mm kind of um, goes into how classics can also be stereotypes or cliches. Yeah. Right? Like, um, Shakespeare, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet kind of went into the whole cliches of the love stories. Yeah, the love stories. Right? That's where everything, like in the movie industry too, is based off of. Yeah. No, but I know what you mean. Like, you see that story retold in a lot of different ways. And I guess that's makes it a classic. We've talked talk a lot about how Romeo and Juliet still affects people today, but what about teenagers today? Yeah. Just a whole, like, I do you think... Okay, no, we have to we have to say the love story is weird, ridiculous, and not at all applicable today. Yeah, do you think that teenagers <laughs> just fall in love in a day? No! Do, oh get, my god! Do you believe in love at first sight? No, that's stupid. They get married at the age of 13 and 17. Oh my god, like, that's oh my god. And of course, so there's... Creepy. It feels really disgusting. There's, of course, <laughs> the age difference in Romeo and Juliet. That would never mm. be allowed today. Okay, but the thing and is Paris that even... No, yeah. Maybe not teenagers, but there's a whole bunch of, like, couples nowadays, I guess, in college and stuff, that are uh, a couple of years apart, right? Yeah. No, that's no, the thing. That, that would be okay, but yeah. at the age of a teenager... 13 and 16? That's, that's weird. That 16-year-old oh, would be labeled weird. as, like, such a 
Crazy. Almost pedophile. Yeah. yeah. That's like, I, dude, that would not be okay today. Mm-hmm. Which just goes to show the changing cultures. Well, yeah. would you accept like a grade difference? Would you accept that? I would accept a grade difference. I okay, because I know. <laughs> yeah. But like, oh, God, like I don't 13 actually bring and 16? That's mm-hmm. like barely a high school student. Yeah. 13. Yeah. And also, I just don't think, I do not think the like plot of the love story is something that would happen today. Like, nobody falls... Well, that's that's an exaggeration. Very few people fall in love at first sight, and the other person actually also likes them. Mm-hmm. And then and then <laughs> yeah. very few people get married within, like, a week of knowing each other. That is not a thing. That just goes to show the time that Shakespeare was living in. Because when he wrote this, that was a pretty common thing. Arranged marriage. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think arranged marriage still happens today, just not very commonly. Not, no, it's not, 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 in, not in, like, the not Western, Western world. world. Yeah. I mean, we're we're saying that, and nobody who's not really rich, mm-hmm. in any sense. I feel like a lot of arranged marriages come from people who have power, like or wealthy families. Wealth. Yeah, or actually, I tend to think, like from the from the, I have limited knowledge on this, but from what I know, people who are in debt will sell their children to yeah. wealthier families to pay off their debt. Okay, I know that's getting, a thing. We're getting too. into a bit of a touchy topic. Yeah, yeah, that's let's back it up a little bit and just go back to high school students. Because, like, as high school students, maybe we can relate to, I guess, I relationships. No, I can't. Getting rejected. I can't. <laughs> getting rejected. No, see, I can relate to, like, liking people on first sight. So it's unrequited love? Yeah. No, but it's, it's, not, love. it's not so much unrequited love. It's, you know, it's, you know, when you see people, you're like, wow, they're attractive. But you never, it almost never happens that they think automatically back. And, like... I would never speak to someone if I actually thought they were attractive. Yeah, right I know. Away. I would be too scared. I would not like run up to someone and be like, "Hey, I love you. Want to yeah. get married?" Like the, that. That sounds make any so sense. creepy too, mm-hmm. right? Also, I feel like this is not talked about enough. But like the ending of Romeo and Juliet. Like, do you think you ever find any stories like that still today? Oh no, definitely not. Unless they're like kind of. I don't. <laughs> I literally, I do not think, like, anyone our age really experiences true love. Yeah, like, I mean, it's... True enough love to sacrifice your life for someone? I do not think high school students get. I don't think that's a thing. No. I've <laughs> that, ne- that would never happen to I have never met a high school relationship that has that kind of bond. Yeah, like, no offense to a future relationship <laughs> I may have, but I'm not dying for you in the first week <laughs> that I know. <laughs> That's the thing. Like they knew, I, they knew each other for what a week. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, got, I'm not dying for you in a week. I know. And they got like no offense. And they got like married. Also, they never checked each other's pulse. That is so dumb. Yeah. Okay, oh but God. maybe that's not like a widespread um, <laughs> medical knowledge thing. Yeah, there must be ways Words. to check if someone was like literally dead though. Yeah, but they were like, "Oh no, you're dead. I die too." That's kind of double suicides still do happen. But, but not, not usually in teenagers. Not like, in, not two teenagers who love each other. And not, like, within a week of knowing each other. Mm. Okay, yeah. and when I say not two teenagers, I mean not two mentally stable teenagers. Like, oh. if they had past <laughs> problems, then maybe. But that's that's going into a different cut. whole realm. No. You can't, just, you can't just scream cut. But basically... I just did. Basically, <laughs> basically the, summary, the summary of this little bit of a screaming fest is this thing is not realistic. The themes behind Romeo and Juliet, like unrequited love, like maybe falling in love first sight, are, I think, realistic. But I think the actual story itself is kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I think this can kind of... I'm going to tie this back to the boarding school Juliet. It's just like the first time um, he confessed to her, obviously she didn't didn't like him back. She was just saying, all right, sure, why not, just because you pushed me into a fountain. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. And yeah. that's, that's, again, only something that would happen in anime. That's not a real life thing. Like, yeah. And no. there aren't actually a lot of fountains nowadays, but that's, that's beside the point. <laughs> I'm sorry. So in conclusion, the three of us agree that Romeo and Juliet is a classic based off of its relatability to daily problems, its flexibility as a story, and the time it is spent in the spotlight as one of the most popular plays ever. It's interesting how both Romeo and Juliet and the Sleep Country ad both take advantage of rhyme schemes and alliteration. Both use words that complement each other to create lines more pleasing to the mind. If you look at Romeo and Juliet, it is very easy to see how it can be considered a classic. It relates very well to modern problems like love and heartbreak, which is applicable to all ages, even teenagers. It is very interesting how a story written by some random guy 500 years ago is a founding plotline for many modern stories written today. And for that reason, I think that Romeo and Juliet is a classic. Well, that wraps up another podcast episode. My name is Benjamin, and thank you for taking the time to listen to Kids These Days. This was a different episode format than normal, and I hope you liked it. Be sure to check out Holly and Meg's podcasts, POV and Johnny May Unveiled. Also, if you enjoyed listening, be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for new podcast episodes. Have a good one.